It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. So the, the hell with Aaron. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Aaron, I mean, what does he bring anyways? I mean, uh, well, you know. I think we're about to find out the answer to that question right now. <laughs> oh, we well, Aaron's I, here with we us. Are. Yeah. I, I know, said last week's ratings were down. All right. There wasn't the audience <laughs> gathering outside. The well, actually, the actually, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, you picked the worst time to skip because the uh, board of directors happened to pass by during our podcast. Aaron, it's good to have you back, by the way. Yeah. Hey, thank you. It's good to be back. Yes, from that COVID scare. It was a huge I had, COVID had a bit scare. of a COVID scare, but I'm okay, and uh, we're moving forward. Did you find a way to hook yourself up to a ventilator? No, but what I did do, dude, in my subconscious, you ever seen those things called boost oxygen? No, the, I work for my living. It's for people that if you're climbing at high altitudes, it's essentially canned oxygen. You right. put it over your face oh. and you go... And, uh, and it's a burst of oxygen. I had bought one of those randomly just because I thought it looked cool. And uh, it was actually, you know, I had it with me during my, um, my time in the hotel room, but I didn't need it at all because I was, uh, I was you know, hey, was what it was. I was staying at my parents, didn't want, you know, want to be around them with it. So, so all's well that ends well. We're all talking about all this stuff. Why haven't we put air in a can and sold it? They put water in a bottle. That's a great this question. Oxygen, though. This isn't just regular air. This is, you yeah. Know, we'll, like, we'll send Aaron up to the Colorado mountains to put the air in the cans. Nine ninety five. With a bottle and a cap and just screwing everything. We got this, guys. We yeah. Got this. yeah. Yeah. We recycle. <laughs> much, we recycle yeah. used water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> and as much you know as they said, up? nobody would buy water. Yep. Like, What's messed up, I was flipping through the channels, right? I haven't watched regular TV in forever, right? And I'm at this hotel, and, like, there was the the actual, in 2023, the guy, the preacher, I forget his name, with the beard, but, like, selling, it is magical prayer water. Yeah. I'm not oh, kidding. yeah. Oh, yeah. Pay Random checks how, come to your house. How is there a market for the this? has a printing press. It's like just, a, it's, a, it's the Lord's a love in a bottle. We don't know I what it's going to be. <laughs> I was joking. I was on TV trying to sell a COVID elixir. I, I like the old guy, Parvo. Hey, Luke. you know what's disturbing about this is that it's still on. Therefore, there's still a market for it. Like there are people that are buying this thing. Like, who are these people? How can they afford electricity, let alone cable? You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I, I will watch. I think it's Parvo. Parvo. No, Parvo's a dog disease, but. Uh, yep. he's, uh, he, he's an old guy with really bad black hair dye and he sells the miracle water and you watch it for the testimonies when someone's like, yeah. I couldn't pay my bills. Oh. I was about to get for it. And then one day, lo and behold, I got a check for $85,000. Like the Lord just yes. cut checks. He just, he never heard automatic deposit. Just you walk out to your mail one day and whoops, there's a check. Do they say it works? I mean, you got a check. Yes. Testimony. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, it literally well, Alex is like selling a household cleaner. Hey, you know, this all this with Dr. Drew and CBD yeah. oil. All we need to do is get you some of that miracle water and we can get your there eyes you fixed. Go. You know what, bro? That's fine by me. 
you know, whatever couple says drops in each on one. It, I'm, I'm, yep. Yeah, whatever, whatever says miracle on it, I'm in. Bro. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, yep. hey, See? and that's because you're secure. Everything. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can start start a wrestling promotion. Name it Miracle. Miracle. Yes. Uh, everybody's over. <clears throat> Nobody loses, uh, yeah. and, and everybody's and everybody's champion. Just <laughs> everybody gets everyone gets a run. It's like there's <laughs> and and I guarantee you, I guarantee you. Somebody will still complain. Guarantee you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Absolutely. My miracle wasn't as great as your miracle, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling has changed. You know, I would, my style and, and who I am is not necessarily even chronologically, but is a dinosaur. The You know, well, in I, terms of I, storytelling I, and holds and stuff that I like. I like to watch. Yeah, but it still works. It still yes, it still no, works. But it still works. But for a lot of people, it's just moves. You know, the only guy on this panel that could do all of them is Luke. Yep. Even though doing a move fest with someone would drive him to commit actual assault, suicide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would go. Yeah. But I'm just or, saying, or as far as styles go. <laughs> although you know what, I I, I got a Aaron. I think you could too. Um, not everything, man. No, no, no. I but I think you'd be more Malenko. I think you and Trevor could do the Malenko aspect of where he was just an amazing post. Like he was there yes, for everything yes. for a guy like Mysterio to get over. I think Ray Ray Mysterio's phenomenal. I love him, but I think the match with Malenko is what made it. Everything he did was so like oh. But then you had someone who was keeping it, and then all of a sudden he ended up in an armbar. You know what's funny? I know exactly the match you're talking about. Oh, yeah. He had on that, like, the purple suit. Yes, yes. Yes. Dude, that's what that's what catapulted him from a guy you would see, like, on WCW Saturday night, which was their second show, to a guy that went, like, oh, well, there well, was They guys, had a million other luchadors that were all established stars. Psychosis, yep. uh, Eddie. I mean, Eddie Guerrero could do either or, but he still wasn't Eddie Guerrero yet. You know, and uh, there was a ton of them, you know, and so what made him, and he wasn't the biggest, he wasn't even the most over in Mexico, but it, I think it was that, those contrasting styles, but that only works if the post knows what he's doing, you know, I mean, well, Monico, and Dean, Dean was talented enough that he was able to keep himself over while he was making Mysterio look like a million dollars. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because he never, the one thing I, uh, Dean Malenko, who hated me, uh, and it broke my heart that he hated me. He was a strange cat. But no, a, no, no. He, he an had an his. He an just age. had no use for big guys, and he thought I was the big guy who just said, "Oh, wrestling and step out the truck." But uh, that story has a happy ending. But um, uh, say, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> uh, at one point when I was, I had just, I just the Funkasaurus was turning heel. And it was Dean who came up to me and said, hey, I got this move for you. And that meant the world for me. And it was Big John Studd's backbreaker. And uh, I, put it on, I put it on our truth yep. at, the, at the pay-per-view. But it took a long time for me to earn uh, his respect. And, and I did it. And, I don't, and I'm fine with it because I'm glad I earned it. You know, and there's nothing wrong with a guy looking at you and you go, you need to prove yourself. There's, the, there's nothing wrong with that. We get away from that sometimes. Right. Like you meet somebody and uh, let's – Luke, for example, a guy who knows who's forgotten more holds than most people know. And a new guy comes in and, and 
he's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. I'm not just going to be like, oh, hey, this guy's great. You got to earn that. You can't nowadays. They're like, oh, he's shaming him or he's being terrible. No, it's called you're earning respect and accountability. Yep. Because, yes, it's simulated yeah. combat, but we, we put our bodies in each other's hands. Yeah. And you not being there for a guy and, and I get seriously injured and I can't earn for my family, we're going to have a problem, you know? So not, not only that, every guy <clears throat> after you is going to be concerned about working with you. And that's just – that's a tough business. You know yeah, what I because mean? we can't guy. afford – because just like anything else, wrestling is probably the most next man up there is. You hear it in football <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you, you got to realize you, you're talking from a place of like a higher up. Most of these guys aren't on a, that higher up playing field and they ain't performing night after night after night. They're just going and trying to, you know, yeah. do whatever they can. They have no no uh, thought process about going forward. They're just trying to have the like I hear these guys all the time. They just want to have bangers, bangers, bangers. They don't care about storylines, getting fans involved. It's really, I mean, look, I understand it's about the internet clips because that's what's hot now, right? Everybody wants yeah. a viral clip. But at right. the same time, at the same time, how how do you draw investment from that? Because it, 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 then it's the next viral clip and then the next viral clip well, and yep. then the next viral clip. What do you, you know well, what? Those guys are hard to, well, those are the guys you don't gravitate to. We have guys in certain locker rooms that are like that. Then we have other guys. I'll throw a real Billy Cyrus. Silas out there. Every time you talk to that cat, you can tell he's hungry for knowledge, and he's not one of the he's not one of those guys that when you talk to him and you give him advice, he goes, "But well, I did this because I'm fine with so, that. I was fine with that. That's my favorite line." Yes, yes, yeah. Um, you don't <laughs> gravitate to those guys, and those guys miss out because you you guys know it. We all say it one time. Hey, man, maybe you should try this, and you watch him completely ignore you. And then you just go, all right, well, I'm just not going to put any effort into that cat. But you'll have a hungry guy like Silas, and you'll want to do whatever you can to help him go to the next level. That kid's money. That kid's a good egg. He's a good yeah. egg. Speaking of yeah. good egg, EC3, thank you for joining us. We'll be back with much more after this. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. I was uh, I was the 2014 uh, Slammy Award for Dancer of the Year. I don't know if that is a title. That is a title hey, I'm holding. Y- y'all, y'all don't remember this, but, but back in the day, I might have brought this up before. Y'all remember... When we were here, they, well, I say we, I was working as an extra because I never freaking worked there. And, uh, and oh, back to y'all's championships. I, I was the guy that put all a bunch of guys over. I never worked there, but I had fun putting you guys over. But back to uh, putting you guys over. Let's go back to that. <laughs> I am, I'm just, I'm just messing around. Remember when they had an obstacle course? That, this is the first time I met EC3. It's when they had an obstacle course. And I think we're in like Baton Rouge or something. I think it's yeah. in Baton Rouge. Yeah. And, and Tyrus is going. I remember sitting there talking. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna knock these walls down at the end or something." I, yeah, I was God, like, I'm was not sure. playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got you more over. I remember watching that, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And guys, they, they, they made me run it as a test. I don't know if y'all remember. Yes. That. Yeah. You're I, the only guy who passed know, it. Yeah. <laughs> I was the testing guy. 
No, I won that. And they took it from me too. So you, you, <laughs> hey, yeah, he, and a, hey, hey, everybody knows, and 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 I love. So we all love right Fandango. Now. Everyone loves Dango. This has nothing to do with Dango, but the ending of the show was in Cleveland, EC3's hometown. And we worked hard to make me the meanest heel of the whole thing. I cheated in every competition. Uh, I I said I was going to be out of Cleveland faster than LeBron James before anybody on the main roster had thought about it. I had Super Heat, their hometown hero, who was with Daniel Bryant, who literally the two of them were just on fire. And he was on. Now, social media, I had no presence. All I got was like, f*** we hate this guy. Uh uh, I think the best line I heard was one man gang and Farouk had a baby. I think that was my favorite. <laughs> I think, I think that, yeah, I, I took it. I, yeah, uh, I think that was probably the, the, the thing I got that I liked the most. And like Johnny was solid. He was, he had, but Facebook and stuff was in love with EC three and Daniel Bryant. And we did things like the we all cheated because no one and Luke, no one gave a about our NXT. Nobody cared. We were on the Internet. No, that we were on the Internet before it was fashionable to be on the Internet. Like unless it was porn that you weren't nobody cared. Like and we were like, hey, you can catch us on WWE.com. That was the only fan base we got. <laughs> but, they, started to get, they started to get mad when we started to. Like by not giving a we started getting over. Well, we did things. We built a car. Like I would cheat, right? And I and then EC3 and Daniel would get together and do amazing, funny. Like the best ever was like they gave us this thing where how well do you know your pro? And the pros would sit at the top of the stage, and we would be in the ring, and then it was basically playing like Pictionary, where you would have to guess the word that your that your pro was speaking and you got like one clue. So Daniel and EC3 wrote full on sentences. So it was I like, it was, no matter what the question is, Hey, here are the answers. Right? Yes. Steve Blackman, Tulsa, Oklahoma, chicks in America. Yes. Like, no matter what the question was, and I'll, I'll phrase it how I need to, and you can phrase it how you need to. He just wrote them down and like, Strike would ask some dumb question. I'd somehow think of like, oh, how can I turn this into a Steve Blackman thing? Blah, 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 Steve Blackman. And then Daniel would hold the sign up to set Steve Blackman. And the crowd went nuts. Like to where it, the NXT crowd was interrupting the Monday Night Raw meeting. So like, why are they cheering? Why are they booing? Because everyone just decided. Like Johnny and I had an arm wrestling contest, and I headbutted him at the right before the fit. Like we did things, you know. Or I would purposely sabotage the thing. Like one of the things they had this test that was like you have to take the. They had dice on a table, right? That was like numerically correct, one through six, uh, and then you had to rearrange them numerically. Huh. And I was like, you morons! All you got to do is turn the table around. So when it got to me, I just turned the table around. I was like, that's it. That's what we're doing. And because I'm smarter than you, just because I'm tall, you know, and like pretty soon we had, uh, I think it was Jamie Noble coming up to us like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Like, what's going on? Are you guys, are you guys ribbing us? Are you with us? They started, we started getting attention from the ages because we, we basically all got together and said, listen, none of us are getting on TV with this. Like we, nobody cares. yeah, nobody cares. Like our dreams are shattered. 
So most of us will get sent back down to FCW where eventually we'll get future endeavored in a few weeks. So why don't we just, this will be our Monday night raw. Cause this is probably the only moment we're going to get. That was the unanimous idea. And it came down to Derek, myself and Dango just going full in, you know, we had the, uh, yeah, we had that triple threat in Sacramento, and Sacramento's where I died. Yes. But I remember, too, first off, the night, the night before, is where, like, Laurinaitis and everybody got us hammered. Like, just rip-roaring, and, like, you know, we just stood there and took every drink with them. Johnny Curtis came late while I was pounding every shot, and they thought I was in at one point. <laughs> yes, they got like, you confused. I was having this standout drinking night where they're like, oh, my God, this guy could go. But they thought it was Johnny Curtis because he showed up at the end. And it was me the whole time. Not that Johnny couldn't go. And I remember, too, before the elimination in Sacramento, where I was like, if it's going to be you and me in Cleveland, dude, lay me out after they announce if Johnny's, you know, eliminated. Right. Yeah, we played it. We planned it out. Yeah. That's cool. You you know, that night. Uh, the drinking thing, I'll never forget it because I was drinking tequila because I don't drink dark alcohol. Aaron will, Aaron knows why. So, not a good thing. And uh, I'll leave the him. The police get called. Yeah. And Carano walked over with a shot of whiskey and he said, Drink this. And I said, I don't drink dark alcohol, man. And he was like, You trying to get over or not? Right. And there was something like that. And I turned and I turned and looked at him and said, You don't want me to drink that because if I drink that, Bad things will happen to you because I'll be focused on the guy who pissed me off to make me drink this. And I didn't say it with a smile or a smirk. I didn't blink. And he just went, tequila it is. And that was it. It was done. He knew. I said, you have no idea what will happen to you if I drink this shot. Same thing happened with Cena. When in the first week of NXT, everybody was like, oh, my God, what do we do? Because, you know, Cena's internationally known for being able to handle a shot. And when he came to my table and looked at me and I just looked back at him, drinking my tequila and he, he went to say something and I just kept looking at him and he went, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Whereas EC three was like, let's rock and roll. Let's go. Yeah, like, like, like at one point boy. I, at one point I said, bruh, you don't have to do this. And he said, Oh, I have to do this. We, we are going to punish them. And they tapped out last man standing. Like last yep. man standing. The genius yep. in all of this, I don't know if you guys remember who Percy is, was uh, Percy uh, came no. down, yep. yeah, looked at the bar, and said, I'm good. Turned around, walked back, and went in the elevator, went back into the room. That's the real star, was Percy was the star. But I'm on the way, my way to his home right now, so I want yeah. to coordinate one of these one day where he can pop on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Percy's probably the most athletic wrestler yeah. that we've ever worked with uh, yeah. in terms of like just he was this uh, Washington I think he was the fastest guy on the team and he wasn't a wide receiver like he was yeah. uh, when he was with the skins like uh, the dude was just a phenomenal athlete uh, and it's a tough trans wrestling's a tough transition like it's people think yeah. it's so easy it's not it's like I played football and football's forward attack 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 Wrestling is not you have to look like forward attack attack by working backwards at the same time. It's completely yeah, different. Yep. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, even with Kevin, like when you come from something of that nature, high level football, into something you've seen a bit on TV but you don't really understand or know yet, it's impossible yeah. to kind of figure it out. And to be in, thrown in the deep end of the pool with like the top people in the world training you and like high level names coming up and 
it's like it's it's got to be a mind f really it, it, yeah the, the, the it's it's it was it was difficult to adapt to the the movement was different right because it yeah in football it's it's very you know, it's just start and finish explosive, and it's it, yeah. You're absolutely right. It's a different. It's, it's different, like going from it's like going from tap dance to ballet. Yeah. Because you take your first bump in pro wrestling, you question whether or not you made the right decision or not. Oh yeah, I remember my back after the first night of running ropes. Bro, it's just hitting the ropes. Now we do it like it's it's nothing. It's just secondhand nature. But in the very beginning, it. That ring beats you up. A lot of ice baths. I remember in my hotel room for my <laughs> WWE trial, I took an ice bath every night. Dude, Percy, like, he, he was out of the industry, so I did the commentating, and he got out fully. He hasn't wrestled in years. When I did the yeah. first uh, Free the Narrative, I brought him in. I'm like, dude, do you want to wrestle? He's like, man, I don't know. That's not, I don't like it. I don't know. I'm like, you have right. to you do it with no pressure. You're getting to do it on your terms. I'll put you in there with somebody that's decent. You guys have six minutes, and do whatever you want. You don't let's do an agent. You can have fun. You can actually tell a story that might make sense. He walked into that ring. He threw a drop kick so so high, so beautiful. It was like, a, yeah. it was, I'm like he, it was the best he's ever looked for just walking back into a ring and just like not having any pressure on him to just like, oh, I can actually have fun and do this. This is cool. Yeah. I'm sure what confused him too, like he was full of charisma too, Percy. Oh you know, my like, God. He, he really when I when I saw Percy, I was like, wow, this guy is this guy's like, like the next his, guy. It's season two NXT where he has the uh, you know the goggles right. on, no lenses. Yep. That place is going crazy for him every time. So they love him. They, they yeah. took they took everything away from him. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't be such a big goof. You look like a phenomenal athlete, or he's a big goof who's a phenomenal athlete and super charismatic, and he's selling eight thousand goggles a week at live events. Like, right. You were with Percy, weren't you, uh, Kevin? Yeah, I was. I was with him on NXT season two, and, and honestly, I, I thought he should have won hands down. To be, I mean, if you want my honest opinion, I thought he was amazing. I, when he would cut a promo, he did this "oh yeah" thing or oh, whatever yeah. he was doing, and he yeah. had the goggles, and he was he looked the way he did with the goggles. But I remember, you know, I remember him coming up to me as the the show progressed, and he st- he started to get a little confused because. Yeah, they thought the, they thought something about the character wasn't matching the way he looked or something like that. But because they have I, no I was, idea, like you never seen Kareem Abdul Jabbar right. fool, like yeah. Horace Grant, like what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. You never see people in creative that have no imagination. Imagine that. Well, yeah. not to mention, like that sounds like it, it came on organically, like yes. how pro wrestling should, yeah. right? Like, yeah. wow, this is working. It's flowing. Let's go with it. You know what well, I mean? That, and, yeah, like that act is what brought him to NXT so quickly because, like, he wasn't right. probably ready mentally or in the ring, but like, it was so over on our shows and it was so entertaining. Like, we got to put this on TV, right? Then he got right. it. Like, just, just let him do it. But yeah. whatever, what do I know? Your boy Percy just did an episode of Walking Dead recently. Yeah, he did. There you go. Yeah. What a, a shock! Oh, yeah. Percy. I think I probably got a hundred auditions for walking dead and (laughs) i have literally every season i can see the three characters i auditioned for i was like i don't know why they kept doing it it's the same casting director like why do you keep doing this like why you you don't want me it's fine i have no idea like the characters all over the place but during this time i'm doing preacher i'm doing the purge i'm doing macgyver so I'm like, I know I can get a job. 
Yeah, plus doing Fox, and I was filming this movie called uh, with Mike Epps, uh, and uh, 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 Wildcat oh, wrestlers were in there. Uh, Luke's guys were in there. I'm trying to think. It was in the Comic Con one? Yeah, the Comic Yeah, I forget what it's It's not Comic Con, but it's something like that. Oh, no. I, yeah, I know. I Supercon, know yeah. Super, uh, Supercon, yeah. So, I mean, I was like, I know I can do this, but for whatever reason, uh, and you know, and people always, when you don't get, they always try to give like, I've never been told why I haven't got an audition because I don't ask. Yep. I just, yep. I just move, keep moving. I don't want to know, you know, and see, I, that was my problem. I want, I wanted to know. I was like, can, can I get at least get like a report of like what no. I can do better, better, or no. better than They've, next time? Cause that's just, obsessive like that, but they don't do it that way. No, they and, just go. Yep. No, nope. he looks the part. Here he don't. He looks the part. Yeah. He don't like some audition, yeah. like, uh, for, uh, for the Mike Epps movie, I, my audition was like three words. They stopped me like, yeah, you're it. I was like, I got it. They're like, yeah, I didn't say anything yet. Yeah. But you look at you I'm like, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But like, and it's just, you can never quite figure it out, but you know, the, he cracked the code. Anyone who cracked, anyone who gets on walking dead, I'm a fan of. Because I, I'm telling you, every time my agent be like, "Yo, Walking Dead wants to audition for that," I'm literally like, "Why? Who the f- is doing this? Like, is this a game?" And he'd be like, "Hey, they uh, they need to come back and read for it again." I had three readings for one guy who gets skinned by somebody, uh, and I was nice. like, "Why? Why would skin me? Like, uh, is he?" And uh, you know, and the tiger guy, I had like twelve for the guy who was in charge of the tigers. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's just one he of the, had a good, he had a good spot on them. On yeah, the no, I, they were like, every time I, I would get a call for the audition, it would be like, wow. But at this point I would just get me on as an extra, just so I could say I made it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like what's the cast? Well, I was curious. Think, right? They didn't want like, you as a zombie or anything, right? Like I talked about it to the point where well, it's all in Atlanta in the same tree. Like I would get so mad and I liked <laughs> the series. But because I got cut from it so many times, I wouldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, you're done. Like, that's the worst part about auditioning for shows you like. Because when you don't get them, you don't watch them anymore. It's like, uh, <laughs> or maybe yeah, it's yeah. just me. Because, like, I loved Ray Donovan. I loved Ray Donovan until I got a, a three callbacks for a part, and then I didn't get it. And all of a sudden, Ray Donovan seemed up all of a sudden. Maybe that's petty. Maybe I'm just petty. No, you're absolutely 100% right. It's like it's kind of like you ask a girl out on a date and then she says no and then wants to be your friend. Like, you don't want to see that person again. You ruined my day. I, why would I break bread with you? I, I don't know. Okay. Like the whole purpose of this is not to bury, and I'm throwing, I'm throwing dirt on Walking Dead. Phenomenal series. Uh, I watched it all the way up until I think season six. Because once, uh, you know, and then you see the guy who won and you're just like, really? You know, and and it's not his fault. He didn't know, but uh, no, it, it's it's a funny it's a funny thing. It's like wrestling's the same way. It's like you get fired from the WWE, so you watch all the WCW you can. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to. It's yeah. definitely hard to watch after you know if you get let go. I went through that. I was like, wow, this is going to be hard to watch for a while. But but you know, but but you love it too. So you're kind of like, Ugh. so you just watch it's the old stuff. That way you don't yeah. have to get your yeah. feelings hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can do is watch old stuff at this point. All I'm watching sure, right now is say, I, I'm watching uh, Saturday Night Live's main event from start to finish. And uh, cool. Bundy just won beat Hogan by via count out. So, you know, I know it's coming next week. 
uh, Andre's gonna, you know, so, but I was, uh, but you know what though? I didn't like Hogan as a kid at all, but I appreciate him now because, and, and I try to leave personal stuff out of it. Right. Cause I'm not a fan, but I like the fact that guys were working every, every week for a payday. I did. I did like that. I did like that Bundy and like the big guy. I, and maybe it's just cause I'm a big guy, but I like the fact that all big guys got their due. Like he never just went out and smoked a guy. It might be only eight minutes, but six of those minutes you got, you looked the part like Kamala yeah. Bundy, oh, Big yeah. John Stud, yeah. like they were Hercules. Like they did a good job of making to where Hercules could lose every week, but every time he came out, you thought Hogan was in trouble. You're like, he gets him up for the backbreaker, and you're like, this is awesome, you know. And then Hogan, you know, of course, you know, hulks up and buries his finish, but and then and then beats him. <laughs> but you don't, you don't look like nobody was like, oh man, this guy sucks. He's a jobber. Yeah. You know, yeah. like well, no one would ever say that Hercules was a jobber. I'm not Hercules, but like if like if like Pedro Gonzalez or somebody was out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, But he, Pedro he was, was what, tag team champ? He was intercontinental champ? Like he he was just, by the time we yeah, grew up it. seeing him, he was an agent helping trying to get guys over in the ring. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But, but you, like, knew, you, knew, you, knew, you knew that like it was, you know, he was yeah. there to make – yeah, I, I, you know that's a good question. I wonder at what age I started realizing those guys were enhancement guys. I wonder I, how old I was like when I started noticing that. I think because I, I mean, I special delivery Jones. I remember going, "How could you let Andre's hair get cut? You're supposed to be tough." Because they would yeah. mix, they would with baby faces. They would put enhancement baby faces with over baby faces, which was genius because if the guy lost, it it wasn't he was with Andre. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. Like Rick McGraw was tagging with Andre, and it almost beat uh, adorable Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch for the tag championships. Even though every time McGraw got in the ring, he got shut down and beat up, but then he would tag Andre. Andre would do his thing, and the heels would cheat somehow, and McGraw would be like, oh, but everyone would be like, oh, man, you almost got him. Salvatore Belomo, everybody thought well, might have had a shot against Mr. Wonderful because it was just, I don't know, it was, I, you know what it is while we're talking about it? It was the announcers. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're a big part of it. On top of that, but those wrestlers look like wrestlers. Yeah. Compared, you know what I mean? Like the image. Well, the the, the, yeah. portrayed, the style has changed. The style has yes. changed. Because guys weren't necessarily bigger. Just that you would have guys who had like barrel chested, were built like Trevor, like myself. And then you'd have the guys who were smaller be shredded like like Luke. You know, and and, yeah, and Kevin Kylie and EC3, and then you would have you a guy who was kind of pudgy like Aaron, that. and then you would just, you know, it was just like a different <laughs> montage of guys. Like you would have ninety percent of them who cared about physical fitness, and then there'd be that one guy. It's like on our show with like ninety percent of us are secure in who we are, except for that one ten percent. You know that he's just We're a basket case. Yes. We're yes. also grown ass men, and and they. Those guys that we looked up to back then, they were in their mid thirties. That's being 40s polite. Boys. Most of them were in their forties by the time they made it. Oh, dude! But hey, they some were, of them were in their twenties and looked like they were in their forties. Yeah, well, you Michael know, Hayes. Well, like, Hayes started wrestling at what eleven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just like if you look at him, like when he was like, there, there's footage of him when he's nineteen. He legitimately looks like a thirty-five year old man. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's from Bad Street. Atlanta GA, yeah. baby. It'll put some, that'll put some grays on you. I, I, you know what? I can watch Michael Hayes cut a promo 
every day of the week, any time of the week. Uh, his moonwalk and his left hand punch. That's all he needed. You know, I hated him so much as a kid. I grew up on WCCW, so the Freebirds would come in there, and I hated him so much. But as I got older, I respected him because I realized the how gifted he was. He you could do it I all. Mean? Like, do it all. But he, you know well, what? Yeah. He would he would do what he had to do, and then all of a sudden, he would surprise you. Yeah. You know, and it's like Hogan. South tagging Jimmy Jam. Yeah, well, no, Jimmy Jam. I recently, I recently went back and watched some of those matches between them and the Freebirds. And, like, when they were having some of the strap matches and stuff, dude, when they would take their boots off and hit each other and swing it, and it, they were whopping each other. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know those, those were. This is like I don't know what year was that, but those boots, you know, they had to be hard as hell. Yeah, those cowboy <laughs> boots. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. no. Yeah, wasn't no uh, yeah, like styrofoam. No synthetic rubber. To, no. like to the casual wrestling fan that's that's listening, or to the audience member that's supposedly by the wall listening to us talk at the studio. If you've ever gone and seen like this world-class, the Freebird versus the Von Erics, like every wrestler will say like, especially in the eighties, Oh, we did it this way. And it was this, when they say like, no, we were actually hitting each other. They mean it. Oh yeah. Like this Blame is, the I mean, this is yeah. legitimately, this isn't a fish story. This is not exaggerated. They were hitting each other with objects because they everyone hard. had to get hard weight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But they would, there was a saying, Dusty used to say beers on me. <laughs> <laughs> which means I'm going to have no to whoop your ass tonight. Yep. But I'm buying. Yeah, Beer's on me, baby. Yeah, sold out. Beer's on me. Apologize now. I'm saying yep. I'm sorry. I love you now. Because when, when this bell rings tonight, it's going to get ugly. You know? Did That's you an see ass kicking I'm willing to take. That's an ass kicking I'm like, that. you know what? Yep. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, do you, did you guys see the one like when it was – I think it was Kevin Von Erich when like it, it was with him and uh, Buddy, I believe, when he, he was on the apron and he just jumped over the rope and like just like straight on karate kicked him in the face. Like how I felt bad for I, him. I think so. I, I saw that. I felt bad yeah. for Buddy. I feel like when all else fails, beat the shit up, Buddy. Like, <laughs> like I just feel like – he 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 must have politicked so hard to get with Michael Hayes, who every woman literally. I think at one point we thought he might have been Heath Slater's illegitimate father. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that joke was made a few times. Then you got Bam Bam, who looks like he never saw a fight he didn't like. Uh, and then there was Buddy, <laughs> like. I, I don't. Nothing about him said he had anything in common with those two. Like even though he lost his hair, they didn't. So he wore a wig. Like, I know. like he was a fall guy. Yeah, no. To the high, like even, even the Dudleys when they had Spike Dudley. But you still was like, ah, oh, Spike. You know, he kind of belonged. You fit in with them. He wore glasses yeah. like them. But he did not like Jimmy Jam. Took his spot so quick. Uh, it, <laughs> like it was not even, not even. I mean, it's just I always when you look back at it, he's so much smaller than they are. You know, and but when they would work enhancement guys at WCW, he would take it out on them and he'd be like chopping them in the throat and the face. And I'm like, Jesus, like, but he knows what's going to happen because then he's going to get in there with Dusty and Michael and Terry going to let him get beat to death. Like he would always get beat to death. So, I mean, it was like tough tough as hell. Had to be. Had to be. Lord Tensai came up to me in Miami the day after WrestleMania. 
and he said it was his debut, Lord Lord Tensai, and he said, "I'm sorry, Alex, but but co- cover yourself up." <laughs> I said, "Okay, all right." Well, and, and, and boy, was, boy, he was telling the truth, though. Yep, yeah. You know, but, you know that's, that it, was though. that's the business. Right? But he took care of you, all right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He no, was coming up the business. You know, well, it could have been like me in a promotion that would be nameless, and uh, you know, where they chained me and handcuffed my hands and beat me in the head with a chair. Jeez. They thought that was a good idea because they thought that was a good Ooh. idea because, because you know, uh, the show before I put my hand up for a chair shot and we don't put our hands up for chair shots. We do. The amount of concussions I have. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Most people did. It's a natural reaction. So yeah, it's, and, That's like, and it's a like, work. It's so stupid, dude. Yeah. It's like when, um, like when a new guy's training, and the, and all the other guys like oh he's got to go through a chop fest with us you, you know what I mean it's yeah stupid immature f- man we're we're grown ass men yeah, I've never I've never been like a, a fan of hazing and I've never participated in hazing and uh, yeah. you know you want to you want to go drink after practice or something I'm all for that but uh, I remember deep Don't south a bully, there dude. was Don't a thing. There, there was the chop thing, and I just remember standing there staring at Bill and Bill going, yeah, it's, hey, he's going to be a tough out. Uh, I'm like, listen, yeah. man, you want me to sweep the floors? You want me to break the ring down? You want me to change the mats? You want me to be here the first one in the morning, last one to leave? I got no problem with that. But any of you motherfuckers hit me in the face for no reason at all, I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah, like, that's a, that's yeah. a I'm telling face. you right now. Yeah. Like, I spent yeah, my entire man, life keeping sure. my light-skinned face bruise-free. You motherfuckers <laughs> aren't ending it tonight. So, no. freaky dicky, what yeah. you want to do? You know, and, and, you don't learn nothing from that and, you know, no, and I never did it. But football was the same thing. And when I got to Nebraska, uh, UNK, and they had a thing where they made all the new guys shave their heads and they threw watermelon at them after the practice or whatever. I just uh, remember standing there going, I'm not doing that. And, the, and I just remember <laughs> the def- senior defensive tackle looked at me after getting it, taking the ass whipping all practice. And he just said, yeah, you don't have to. Like, this is dumb. Why are we doing this? Because no one – and all you know what it is? It's not that I'm the second coming of Muhammad Ali. It's just everyone's waiting for someone to say no. Like, no one wants to be the guy to say no. But if you say it with conviction, everyone's like, you know what? Yeah, because I only think the only guy who likes hazing is the guy that's scared you're going to take a spot. The oh, guy yeah. that can't compete with you wants to try to all mentally right. get ahead of you. Like, hey, guys, don't forget. we. Got, it's always that guy. You know, because it's never 100%. It's never the guy that is like, I'm supposed to be here and I'm good at what I do and I'm welcoming you guys to make us all better. Why would he want you to harbor? Because people don't forget that. Like David Swimmer and Band of Brothers is like the kind of model I've seen when you say that. Yeah. Like just bad, bad leader, bad leader, bad men. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And we are just a band of, well, I guess we're bad men, but we have good intentions. <laughs> and, and educated, diverse. Yes. Thespians. Good intentions. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. I don't know if you guys were aware. I wasn't aware. But apparently, I am number three on the list of greatest bodyguards of all time. Uh, Congrats. Was, yes, yes, I didn't even know awesome. I was up for it. I did. All I know is I beat Mr. T by by many, many points. So I was yeah. I was Incredible. I was Pity shocked. I, I was Pity the fool. Yep, Pity somebody the fool. somebody 
Google's world's greatest bodyguard, and I'm number three. So who's one and two? Okay, they're both war heroes. They're both World War II war heroes. I think they got it because okay, you know, he got beat out by Denzel and Kevin Costner, baby. Yep. So (laughs) I think Otto. Man on fire rules. Man on fire was great. (laughs) I love that movie. You know. I'm a John Dutton fan from Yellowstone. So oh yeah, I, I think I even like the 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 new one. Uh, was it 19 1873? 1873. 1873. Yeah, uh, was uh, Harrison Ford. It's good flick. And Helen Mirren. Yes, good flick. I'm all. You know what though? I'm mad at them. Why? Why? Because they didn't cast you. No, I, I no, I would call Kevin Costner personally. I'm saving out. I want to be. Uh, I, I, I want to be. be I want to be raging stands with fists uh, in 1714. I want to get beat up by Rip. I want to get beat up by Rip. Why? He's about the size of your leg. You know what? Here's another thing about Rip. He never takes his jacket off. Anyone notice his jacket's always on? Yeah. That mother never takes his jacket off. His wife is literally in a naked in the bed. He got his jacket on. Like that dude's jacket is always on. Like. I, I refute. Like it's like you hide and rip. Where's Cole? Jesus, hey, you talking about Rip Rogers? No, <laughs> no, Yellowstone. We're from Yellowstone. Oh, oh, I never seen that. No, he works it. for a living. He doesn't no. watch. He doesn't but, watch but networks about, unless uh, Luke doesn't watch networks unless they pay him. So I thought you were talking about Rip Rogers. No, no there's a character. History. There's a character that everyone's in love with, uh, except me. He's on, a big uh, tough guy. Yellowstone. He he's a, a little tough guy. And, uh, he plays the part really well. Guys. Yeah, no, and uh, he wears his jacket in every scene because he's a little chubby. So he wears he, he wears like three layers. He's like the Karate Kid in Karate Kid Three. Like he wears like three yeah. T-shirts. Well, uh, see, you could be referring to Rip Rogers because he does the same thing. That's why I asked that. Rip Rogers is the time. reason why. Rip Rogers is the reason why Aaron's not heavyweight champion in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> the old man right. kept asking why he was wearing pink trunks all the time, and somebody let the bag out. Oh, it's in honor of Rip Rogers, and uh, yeah, that was the end I, of that one. Uh, I roomed with him. I roomed with him in North Carolina, and we had to go for five days, bro. We were doing a camp and teaching. Like uh, uh, I don't remember. I think it was the end. Of the room with camp. Rip. Yeah, and I roomed with him. For I five didn't know days. this. Yeah, and check uh-huh. this out. He wore – this was the first time I met him. We're on the air. So I'm rooming with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I met him, and I'm rooming with him. And uh, he doesn't bring a bag. And he's in the room. I say, hey, well, where's your bag? And he said, oh, I don't, I don't wear a bag. I just bring my fanny pack. And I said, well, where's your clothes? And he said, well, I, I wear them in layers, and I just take a layer off every day. <laughs> and I was like – hey, and he's dead serious. That's what he did. That's yeah, no. why I miss wrestling so f- much. <laughs> no, like that. I hear, I hear that in this place. Wow. Yeah, yeah bro. Now, well, Rip would also, he'd be at a restaurant, and everyone would order food. They'd, be, they'd do a show, getting ready to go to the next town, and he wouldn't order. He'd order a water. And when a table next to him would get up and leave, he would go and eat the food off their plate. That's how he would, that's, that's a complete 
True story. And you would do it every night. Got, got to save money somehow, I guess. I'd like, rather be broke. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather be dead. Yeah, I'd rather just be broke and chubby like Rick. Yeah. I'll wear two jackets in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I love Rip. He's a hell of an actor. I'm not dissing him, but uh, it's a great series. I, I, Kevin Costner's a badass, but the reason I'm mad at him is they go on hiatus for like, they'll start the series and they take a six-week uh, break. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. Bro, they're not coming back till the summer. I'm bummed out. Yeah, you know, like why you know, but yep. I love when hey, he, my- he he makes shots, he takes shots, and they're like, hey, you want to meet the president? He's an idiot. I'm like f- dying laughing. <laughs> like he just he takes yeah. shots. Like in uh so he's got a great series that since we have to Fox Nation, before we go real quick, uh he's got a great series, Yellowstone on Fox Nation. Uh I sh- you guys should get a free code because you're you know, we're promoting. But uh, yeah. we we yeah, might have to sell our wares right. on Fox Nation. It was something else too. I forget. Oh, I, I real quick, uh, Luke, finish your thought and then I'll go because you were about to say something. I was gonna tell you, my, my buddy uh, Brian Rashidu is one of the producers on Yellowstone, also ex Secret Service agent. So if you guys ever want to do anything with him, let me know. Are you yeah, no, I love me? that. I love nah. that series. I, I wouldn't mind getting nah. beat up by Rip. Yeah, can you I get me hired? Begging. Yeah. <laughs> I am begging. Aaron, I what the hell would you do in a western? Are you kidding me? I own a pair of chaps, man. I, 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 I But those have nothing to do with Western. Everything has to do with Ebor, Florida. So yeah, they got fringes on them and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm cowboy. Yeah, you, but you realize you'd have to wear jeans with them. You couldn't just show up in the chaps. You know what? Ah, the hell with it. For more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Uh, before we go, if you're trying to get your narrative right, EC3, where do they go? Join.freeec3.com. Use promo code, I don't know, CYN. Get 20% off. Phenomenal. And, of course, Tyrus Live, which I'm just about sold out. I sold out in Texas. I sold out in uh, Edwardsville. I'm at Knoxville. I so, general admission is still available, but all the gold and silver tables have sold out. Uh, so I'm pretty much my entire tour is about to be sold out. I did do an extra night in uh, te- in Fort Worth, Texas, because of demand, and that's just about sold out. So wow. I got an eight city tour, and uh, I think yeah, I got maybe psh, off the top of my head, I got maybe forty seats left on all the venues. So. Uh, so you can check it out on my link tree, on my social media, whatever. Luke, what projects do you have coming up? Where can people find you? And right now, I'm just going to say you can follow me on social media at LukeHawks504.com. Dot com. What am I saying? At LukeHawks504, L-U-K-E-H-A-W-X. Well, you're getting a lot of momentum with uh, it's it's Young Rock, correct? Oh yeah, I mean I'm on this Friday's uh, episode. You know, you can check it out on NBC. I'm sorry, I'm slacking. I'm slacking on promotion today. You yeah. can catch me on this Friday's episode of Young Rock on NBC and Peacock, eight thirty Eastern Time, seven thirty Central. Trevor, it's a lot to rem- lot to remember. January twentieth, I'm going to be wrestling, defending the Wildcat Heavyweight Championship in New Orleans. Hell yeah! Uh, make sure everybody come check me out at uh, at the Real T Murdoch. Man. Yep. All right, uh, Aaron, what do you got? January thirty first, as we all know, Knoxville, Tennessee, NWA Power Live. I'm getting married. So, That's right. Oh, uh, right. Time to not jump in the broom next week. Yeah, you're gonna be in a white suit. Yep. Gonna be there. I got a coat brush and everything. Kevin, Ke- uh, uh, she needs one. Four. She needs one. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's road yeah. to re- the returning to the ring. Uh, what's going on with your progress? Because all the momentum yeah, from our big victory. 
That's right. January 27th, I'm in uh, OC, Florida for an autograph signing with Tantalizing Tony on his YouTube channel. And uh, and thank you to Sorrentino Promotions for, for helping me out with all that. And damn it, I'm a wise man. And you can catch me on Fox News, too, every week. Yeah, thanks so for that's, plugging that's the show. Appreciate that, you lazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> They're already listening, though. Yeah, they've already yes, getting big time. I'm going to get a call from everyone's agent later on how much... <laughs> All right, fellas, uh, again, for podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. This has been Tyrus and the Wise Men. Enough said. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.